Yo, what's good? What's good, everybody? This is your boy, Kurt VVS, and welcome to the very first episode of The VVS Show, man. Welcome, everybody. It's such a good day. It's such an amazing day. Um, we started to do it, you know, come with a bang, come with a bang, go crazy, man. Yeah, um, that was Ulele by Oscar Mbo. Very special uh, song, very, very good song. Um, one of my favorite DJ and producers in the country right now. He's good, man. He's he's talented as hell. So yeah, man. Like this, is the very uh, very first episode of the VVS show, and obviously, uh, I have to start with a little bit of you know. I don't want to go too deep into the stuff. Uh, just give you a little nice episode, you know, of my journey of music. Um, how I started. Be- becoming a fan you know not just a listener but a fan bro like music person being into the uh, technical side of things being in the business side of things of music basically so yeah we, we're going to be talking about that today um also how i started rapping how i started becoming an artist and where i'm at right now in terms of music my current state of music and also be giving you some very very amazing uh joints plugging you with some of the best music i know um but yeah stay tuned man it's the vivious show Yeah, man, let's get it. Let's get it. I know a lot of you have been asking, yo, when did you start listening to house music? When did you start listening to I'm a piano? Guys, guys, please, please. I've been a fan of good music. Not really specifically hip hop, just good music. And I've been a house of house music and I'm not my piano is really right now. So um yeah I've been a fan of house music. Uh so please chill on me. It doesn't mean that I'm a rapper. Uh, I can't listen to other genres, you know, enjoy to them, dance to them. That's that's not the point. You know, I'm a fan of good music. And yeah man that's that's the reason why I'm even making these podcasts just to plug you with some amazing music. Give you some jams and a whole lot more, bro. Like, it's a lot that's coming. So stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, like what uh, we're going to be talking about today is how I started uh, with my journey of music. How I started becoming a fan and really paying attention to it. You know, not just listening it, uh, to, to music just for the vibes, but really paying attention to it. So... I, I think all of us, you know, we started at, at, at a young age, boy. We, we, we've been listening to music for our entire lives. So 
that's not really anything new up uh, I, I started really paying attention to music when i was like 10 9 years old yeah around that time i think it was like 2010 2011 2012 um and my my, my uncle had this computer he, he he bought this computer uh he was working on it so obviously uh, he would bring in some music and me obviously as a kid just playing with the computer you know uh, uh just fooling around i decided to to check this folder and had loads of music loads of music like countless bro i can't tell you, i can't tell you like how many how much music was in there but it was like a lot of music and it was like a lot of american music especially like pop and hip-hop a little bit of r&b you know i would listen to i just i just chose music bro i wasn't really knowing which artist to listen to or if i knew this i would listen to this like i was just listening to everything i was just being open and yeah the the, the likes of you know uh Nicki minaj obviously she was like the the biggest thing in like 2012 2013 and pink friday was like my favorite back then was like that's the one thing i would go to you know what i'm saying when it comes to like Nicki minaj um i would obviously you know listen to like the likes of uh justin bieber believe i you know i would be, you would think i'm lying to you if i said i was a believer is it believer I don't know what's the what's the what's the word, but yeah, I was a believer then. Believe purpose. I know those albums, albums, bro. I know every song there. Uh, you know the likes of "Rich Forever" by Rick Ross. Uh, obviously Kendrick Lamar. You're, you're not a Kendrick Lamar fan if you don't know Section Eighty, bro. You have to know Section Eighty, and then you you you'll get to know Abu Kid as Mad City. Though those you just you know those come along, but you have to go back to section eighty a milli a milli. Those are the vibes, man. What the hell? So yeah, bro. Like I was you know bumping a lot of Kendrick Lamar. I remember. Uh, I think the first rapper to uh, the first rapper that I stand like the most was Kendrick and ASAP Rocky. Yo, those are the first two rappers that I was so religiously listening to. And I would literally just plug everybody, my friends, with with uh, some Kendrick. Obviously, I had the I had the music. I wasn't on streaming services, bro. I had the music, like just being a pet and fair to pet away and I remember the music and gaga. Fit. I had everything. I had everything. So um, I would plug my niggas with. I was Section Eighty, um, Long Live ASAP. Um, you know, niggas like schoolboy Q. I don't bump to him right now, but back then, you know, I was a fan. Um, and who else when it came to, like, hip-hop? Obviously, Drake thanked me later. You know, nothing was the same. Take care. Um, who else? Uh, there's a lot of these niggas. Dog, uh, Justin, uh, well, Timberland. Yeah, Justin Timberland, Dr. Dre. Uh, yo, literally every big household name in hip hop, uh, J. Cole, Cold World, Bonsena, ah, my feet. You, you know the vibes, you know the music. Um, 
But yeah, that was like my hip hop side. Uh, the pop side was like Justin Bieber's, you know. And you won't believe this, but I was listening to Selena Gomez, bro. Like, like me, like no ways, bro. That was crazy. So yeah, I was uh, bumping Selena Gomez, Miley Cyrus, uh, obviously Juicy J in terms in in the hip hop, uh, Young Thug, Rich Homie Kwan. Come on, guys, you know the names, you know the vibes. Those niggas, you know. And you, when it came to R&B, I was listening to a lot of Adele, bro, for some weird reason. Uh, I, I didn't even understand, but I loved the way she sounds. Uh, I love the way she sounds, you know, shout out to her. Uh, 21, 25, uh, those are my one to go to, or two to go to. Uh, obviously, Kanye legend have to respect you know um yeah pretty much every big household name in the industry especially american hip-hop uh american hip-hop and pop so yeah those those artists um and the albums and when it came to like south african scene i wasn't really into hip-hop especially like 2010 to like 2013 because hip-hop, like the hip-hop started peaking around 20, that time, uh, 2013, 14, 15. That's where it started rocketing. So, uh, you know, but for, for like 2010, 2013, um, I, I listened to a lot of South African house music. And you won't believe this, but I was a huge fan of Big Nas. Only look. With Big Nas in fair to that was the thing, bro. Like these niggas own December. Like when it came to hit, uh, hits, song of the year, whatever you call it, radio hits, especially like we, I, I didn't have like access to like um, streaming services. You know, uh, I would get songs like about about these internet uh, internet sites, about D. You know these leg- uh, illegal sites, just you know to get the albums. But um, I listen to a lot of TV and radio when I wanted good music. And Big Nas and Fetty was always there, you know, making sure summer hits deliver. You know, there was this one song called "Summertime." You know, DJ Tira. You know, I remember back in that day, he was killing shit, bro. He was delivering hit after hit. And, you know, niggas like uh, Skido, DJ Kent, um, Kalo, the Soul Cafe. Oh, my goodness. Ah, bro, that, that shit is nostalgic. Um, Euphonic, obviously. Black Coffee, uh, Shimzad, Liquid Deep. And, you know, I remember one song of theirs was like, I was like, BBM. Um, what's that other one? Fairy Tale. Yeah. Back, back then, house music was, was killing shit, like. How my piano is killing shit right now. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, it was those kind of vibes. It was amazing. I used to be a house fan. So don't be surprised, you know, when I listen to a lot of house and be like, ah, bro, I'm rap, I'm you, mama, your house, Javili house, good job a lot. Hey, bro, you don't know my history. You know how it came up. Now I started rapping and we're going to get to that real soon. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to listen to a lot. You know, I remember there was these, it wasn't really albums, but they were like playlists. And Billboard would like put uh, put out these playlists, like about top 50 hottest songs of 2013. 
uh now 50 what what hard songs uh summer top 100 yeah like i would bump a lot of these songs because that's why i knew i would find some good music and you know that's what most people be listening to so you have to know the drill um but yeah man it was those vibes uh next up we're gonna be you know talking about how i start rapping and my hip-hop upbringing coming into hip-hop you know and being a, a, a fan being a hip-hop artist you know let's get it Yeah, guys, that was Moyawam by Austin Bow. You know, uh, I had to cut it short. We don't have the rights to these music. We have to cut it short. So, yeah, man. Um, if you like it, make sure you get it. Um, yeah, man. Like every episode, I'll be playing some artist music. And if you're an upcoming artist and you want me to play your music on the podcast, make sure you uh, email me. My email is on my profile uh dm me on instagram chat reviews you know the vibes twitter and yeah let's get it man so yeah like i said we're just going to be touching on how i started rapping and how i started becoming a hip-hop fan so obviously I, i've been a hip-hop fan like my entire life but then um i was like i think around 2014 they went the new wave you know there was this sound called the new wave like about MT, Nasty C, A Reese, Shane Eagle, Frank Casino, when they were popping, like everybody was like, popping, like 
you know, like out of nowhere. Not like now. Now we have like one artist, two artists popping, and then it stays quiet. But then, 2014, 15, 16, that was the. I feel like that was like the prime of the new wave and everybody blowing up like that. So, um, yeah, bro. Like obviously, I started being a hip hop fan. I started like my first essay rapper that I really loved, like, and and I religiously listen to is like aka like levels even now levels is like my favorite album and also um casper tolofello um questo with the car you know you know the vibes you know the names so um i started being a fan because you know sa hip-hop was like peaking was rocketing it was it was as big as i'm up on the right now let me just put it like that so you know the vibes it was like that um then the new wave started coming in and everything escalated so uh yeah like like well when, when i started rapping obviously if you even if you didn't know this uh my 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 brother was like a hip-hop fan so he's like a hip-hop uh no not a hip-hop fan also a hip-hop fan but he was also a hip-hop artist and he 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 would like he had like his he would record like he at home you know and i would be there every single time making sure you know i pay i wasn't really paying attention to like making the music but i was just paying uh attention on how to rap and how to deliver and how to flow and stuff like that so uh at that point is that's where i started writing i used to write a lot of other niggas songs you know um uh, lyrics of other people's songs so i was just trying to make sure i get it right and i was just flow with it you know a cappella do it a cappella and make sure if i get it so that's how i started building my flow um trying to sound like other niggas i know but it was like influence so yeah niggas i, I remember niggas like um like the first in fact it wasn't even AK. It was like the first. That that's because he came. He was like around there. He's been around. So, but then I started standing. You know, stand behavior. Uh, if you're a stand, you understand. So, stand behavior. I I I really showed it when it came to Nasty C. I remember hearing Juice back, and I was at I was I was doing primary. It was like grade seven. Yeah, and this other nigga, he came with his phone. He was playing Juice back, and we were like, oh. Shit is hot, bro. This doesn't sound like it's from South Africa. That's how good it was. That how that's how good it was. And we were like, yo, this shit doesn't sound like it's from here, bro. Like, who's this nigga and where does he come from? And he's like, yo, he's nasty C coming from Durban. I'm like, no way. There's no way we have such a rapper here in South Africa. I know we have good rappers, but like rappers rappers. And that was so crazy, bro. I was like, okay, bet. I'ma go and look for out for his music and this other friend of mine, um, he plugged me with like two songs of his Hell No and uh this other one that was on the, the mixtape. So yeah, Hell No, Hell No at that time it wasn't even popping. When I got it, it wasn't even popping, bro. Like I don't think it was a hit, like it became a hit like two months uh later. But when I got it, it was like, it was fire. It was like, okay, it's this, you know, but it was like so fire. I was like, yo, this, I'm, I'm standing, bro. Like from here, I'm becoming a fan. And, um, 
two months later it blew everybody knew in STC was and yeah i knew from there i had to go back and try to look at his other music i found price city damn that that is my favorite project like if you if you ask me like my favorite project of all time like ever since i've landed here on earth it has to be price city bro like that is my one to go to album bro like i love that shit it put me it it, it 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 held me through a lot of challenges especially puberty teenagers um you know especially in high school where you you come to like a new school and you don't really have friends and you kind of feel like a love bro and you know the story that he was portraying there that he was translating i i related to that stuff like you know how you relate to something it's like an artist that comes to you bro and you tell them they store your story and you tell them how you your experiences how you go through stuff you know your hardships and they take that story and they just go write about it or they they make songs about it that's how i feel when it comes to price city and that's how i relate to it man it's just it's like he was talking about me you know um but yeah it's a wonderful project and that's where i just started standing obviously bad hair and then the rest the rest is just history man so yeah um niggas like nt were coming up and you know i started being so so into hip-hop south african hip-hop uh i was like forget that american shit i'm going into this because you know the 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 ability to relate to the stories and everything they said it was so amazing um and then that's where i started okay fede i love hip-hop let me do hip-hop i remember i just like i said i was i was just doing some writing i didn't i didn't have any studio i didn't know anybody with a studio i was like i don't have any money the best thing to do is just let me write and this other friend of mine, he came through and he was like, okay, I know you love hip-hop. I know you love writing. Let's go make a song, you know. We went to that studio and that's the craziest thing, you know. When we get there, the studio is not even a studio. It's like a living room, bro. And with a family setting, like there was a family literally there. And this nigga had his mic, laptop, speakers set up, so... We were recording in the living room, and that's when we made party all night, but, um, yeah, that shit isn't, right now, I, that shit is whack, bro, that shit is whack, I'm gonna I'm be honest with myself, that shit is whack, I don't know why niggas were hyping me when I dropped it, and the craziest thing is that I didn't even drop it on any platform, I dropped it on WhatsApp, I made a group chat, and I dropped that shit on WhatsApp, I'm like, you know what, niggas are going crazy telling me, Hey, this shit is fire, this shit is dope. But I'm like, right now, nah, these niggas are lying to me, bro. But you know, I guess I guess it was all about support and showing love. So appreciate that, you know. Um you gotta do that. I mean, if your friends are rappers, just show them a little bit of support. Even though you're not making the best music ever, you know, just be honest with them sometimes. Don't be like, ah, bro, this this thing is fire. When I drop another one, ah, yo, it's fire. You're literally saying the same thing, bro. Like, when are you going to tell me straight up? Like, this is, is not it. It's not it. Like, you know, just be honest. I'm not going to be angry. It's just another way of having to improve myself. And 
you know make sure uh, I, I i i do good or do better next time so yeah um i dropped party all night um wasn't the best thing ever it's not um uh, but um yeah from there i was like okay cool um yeah i went on i went on with the hip-hop thing and next the next year uh i dropped every time and when i dropped every time i'm like okay you know what i'm gonna go and do something catchy so and here's the thing right niggas don't know that party uh party i mean not party all night but every time there are two versions of it and you guys only know what if you know it you know it and you know this is you guys only know like the final version of party um every time so the first version when we went there to the studio to the studio um we were yeah we 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 had the catchy hook the hook was a little bit different compared to the final version uh, it was a little bit different um the verses were completely different it was just something else you know what i'm saying so we made it we recorded it i didn't like how it sounded and then i didn't drop it i was like okay you know what just just leave it uh, went back to to do the final version okay like we tweaked the 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 the, the the chorus we made it smooth now that's why it's so catchy bro like when you hear the song like it is so catchy because we had to do it twice we had to make sure it is polished and well crafted so we we went there the verses were completely changed i was with the same nigga i was uh, with on uh party all night the same nigga that took me to the studio we went there and the production was a little bit better and we dropped the song on audio mac and later on soundcloud so i remember um that is the, also the first song that i got to perform um you know to a crowd it, i wasn't really booked but i just had to come there and show uh, and they, people loved it you know people enjoyed it i was like okay we have something here and it was like a confirmation with to Rap is our thing now. We we have to keep pushing, keep working. We made a few songs, um, and then 2019. I think yeah, all that happened in 2018. 2019, um, I dropped Mary Jane. That was a win, a big win. And like I feel like that's the most. No, it's not the most streamed song, but. It went big, bro. It went big. People were raging. It was a trap song. People were going crazy over it. And I got to perform it again at uh, another um, uh, event. And in the building, it was like 110 people. There. It was more than 100 for sure. And when I went, I was like the closing act, obviously. Like the other artists that were performing. And I watched them. And I was like, okay, these guys are pretty good. I have to, I have to deliver, and I went there. I did my uh, Mary Jane, and the reaction that I got, priceless. I'll never forget that day, where I literally made hundred and ten people stand up on their feet, jumping up and down, going crazy, dancing, making moves that I've never seen before. It was it was special. Like if you know the moment, if you were there, you know me and you know how it went down. You know how the we 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 made the building fall, bro. 
everything was crazy. People were going crazy. The reaction was just priceless, man. I, I was so emotional after that. Uh, I couldn't believe that I made 100 people stand up and go crazy. I still have the video. Um, I still have the video and I'll never delete it. Why would I delete it? Never. Um, I never delete it. So, yeah, man, it was a special moment from there. Um, I made a few songs, you know, uh, confirmation, very conscious, you know, showing my ability of the pen um, and how I can really, really play with words. So, yeah, it was that type of vibe. I'm literally... I'm not I, like I don't like boxing myself to one sound. I can literally do many sounds trap, rap, conscious, whatever you call it. I'm there, bro. And yeah, it was amazing. Um, man, I did every, uh, I did uh, easy, also went crazy, also as a vibe. And I had to bring my idol, Reggie, like he's that one nigga that I look up to. He's amazing if you know his music. That nigga, that nigga special, bro. Like, I remember I didn't know Reggie until I went to his studio. Some other nigga uh, featured me on his song. Um, one of my f- best friends, he featured me on uh, his song. It's like, okay, cool, we're gonna get there. Um, I, uh, he sent me the beats, gave me the concept, and I was like, okay, I'm going with this type of flow. But the thing is, I was kind of sabotaging uh, myself because. I couldn't, I didn't have that control when it comes to breathing. Like my breath control was kind of lagging and that flow needed somebody with, you know. And I kept choking when I was on the mic. I kept choking. Like I was trying to go Eminem style fast on the flow, like literally off the top, bro. Like, no, not off the top, no, off the go. Uh, Just, you know, fast. And I couldn't handle that, you know. I didn't have that uh, uh, not, not experience, let me say, um, you know, to, to, to handle that type of flow. And Reggie, he saw that and he was like, I see what you're trying to do. I see and you, you know, I, you, you remind me of the younger version of myself, bro. Like I was that type of artist to just go ham, you know, go ham, bro. And... It was, it was, yeah, I didn't finish the verse. I didn't record the verse. You know, it was devastating. It was, you know, a sad moment. Um, two of the, my niggas, they, they were able to, to, to finish their verses and the song was, was released. So, like, all right, cool, man. Um, I'll do better next time. And, you know, when it came to Easy, I was like, I need to bring Reggie on this. Um, he he was like on the hook a little bit, you know, making sure it's juicy, it's nice, it's uh, you know, it has that that bump into it. So we 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 I I put him on the hook and I had the verses, and it was it was a success. It was an amazing song. If you know it, you can listen to it now. It's a good song. Um, I, I'd say I improved from then, but you know, I haven't I haven't put out a song like. Uh, 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 a long time you know, since 2020 because um, uh, 2020 was like a lot my you know I had to focus on the trick and there's just a lot going on with COVID coming up out of nowhere 
and yeah, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't drop uh, a song. And but what I did was like to put out freestyles. Um, put I put out a lot of freestyles. Put out freestyles. Put out you know keep on writing, sharpening my pen, making sure the scale is intact. It's all together. And yeah, we just kept it like that. So um, I, I took a break just to also learn the business side of music. And obviously, I'm going to be sharing an episode on that. You know, I'm going to give you guys some gems, you know, that I've learned because I've been into like spaces, Twitter spaces, Instagram lives, reading, researching how the music business side goes. And that's feel like upcoming artists are lacking on that like if you drop a song bro have a plan have a plan it doesn't really matter whether it's soundcloud or whatever but have a plan that when you drop a single or a project have a plan put it out make sure your marketing is good because you can't drop a link and expect that link to vie everywhere it has what we call a range and there's something called the range. Your music can get this far. You know. Con, let's say let's say um you're a Joburg artist. Your music maybe might be around Joburg, bro. That's where it's just gonna be. That's the range. Um it getting to like places like uh Limpopo or Cape Town or Durban. Only two or three people are gonna listen to it, to that song. From Joe, from Durban, from Cape Town, from Limpopo, and that's not enough for your song to get popping. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna be uh, doing an episode um, on that and making sure, um, giving you tips on how to get your song on radio. Um, you need to get your song on radio, man. That has to happen, and you know you get paid on being on radio. You get paid, so. You can't be wasting money. Um, I know it's investment, but make sure it counts. And that's the only way to do it is make sure your music gets out there and you have a plan. So I'm going to be making an episode on that, man. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, this is the VVS show. Yeah, man, welcome back. Welcome back to the VVS show, man. Um, 
this is our last 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 um segment of the show of this episode um and yeah i'm gonna be talking about obviously being a nanoma piano fan to being a nanoma piano fan bro like i know you guys been been asking me a lot of questions and you know you i was I was I was also asking myself the same question. I'm like, yo, how did I turn into this on a piano stand, bro? Like, I listen to on a piano religiously. My playlists are on piano. It's, it's it's a lot, bro. Like, what happened? You know what I'm saying? And I realized that it's just good music. You can never resist good music. You can never, you know, uh, limit yourself to. Just to one genre, hip hop only, or pop, or R and B. You know, as long as it's good music, it's it's gonna make you happy. It's gonna bring your mood up. It's gonna be good, man. So yeah, like like I said at first, um, I was in denial. You know, like I'm a pianist. It it was it's been there. Obviously, it's been there. Kevin Fallow, if you know Kelvin Fallow. You know, it's been there, MFR. It's been there. So yeah, like I started, it started popping, like becoming a huge ass thing as like right now. Uh, I think 2017, 16, 17, 18 there. And, you know, uh, I was just into hip hop basically. And you know how I explained it. I was into hip hop and I was just a hip hop artist. I didn't. I I did not want any of that. I'm a piano fan. I'm a piano um, music. So I was like, okay, you know what? Uh let me try it. Let me let me give it a chance. And you know, but it's like this this the uh, these niggas these friends are mine. And you know, whenever I tell them that I'm a, uh, about a song of I'm a piano, they be they be shocked, bro. They 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 would question me and like bro what's going on you know what i'm saying like but then yeah bro like we we were all in denial of listening to my piano and being fans of it um but yeah like like how i started um i remember there's this one song that i listened to and i was like okay right now we're entering on piano right now and that was jay-z disciples long lasting ah Damn, bro! And I heard that song from like uh, a friend of mine, and he he had like uh he had like the load the load shedding EP, and I was like, okay, you know what? Send me that uh, EP. Uh, send me that EP. I got it. There was low uh, long lasting. Oh my god, bro! That that is a classic. There, that is a classic. So. You know, listening to, listening to Jazzy Disciples got me, you know, slowly into my piano. Started, uh, then I went to um, Gabza, obviously, Scorpion Kings. Then, you know, they came in with their own classic, a huge-ass project. Everybody going crazy. Vula Vala, Coco, yay, Fetu. Like, it was just a lot, you know. And you know, you know, you know the vibes, you know, I, I don't have to say much, you know the vibes. It was just huge, like it took off. That's where my piano started being everyone's thing. Not everyone, but almost everyone. Um, and yeah, bro, like like I say, like I was so in denial of 
being an I'm a piano fan is like, nah, you know what? It's okay, bro. It's, oh, it's totally okay. It's good music. It's dance music. Like, like us South Africans, we're made to dance. We're made for dance music. Dance music is our thing, bro. Can't resist it, you know. Whether you go to groove, you go into vibe. Even if you don't know how to dance, you're gonna shake your head. You're gonna shake your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is us, bro. You know, we made for that shit. And that's the reason why it's the biggest thing right now. Um, you know, it's the first, you know, second, it's hip hop. But, you know, hip hop isn't really dead. We're just not as working hard enough. We're not making a lot of hits as I'm a piano. And, you know, I'm going to make an episode about that, you know, hip-hop and I'm going to be on what's going on. Uh, but, yeah, hip-hop isn't dead. In fact, we, we, we have a lot of talented niggas, upcoming niggas, you know, like Sov Lazuli, whole lot of Zan. A lot of niggas are talented here in hip-hop, South African hip-hop. So we just... We're just zoning into I'm a piano right now and we're not giving these niggas a chance. That's kind of wrong because we need to and maybe they are, you know, the the key to unlocking hip-hop and bringing it back into uh, first place to the top, bro. That is what we need to do, you know. Shouldn't just bash hip-hop niggas. At Groove and be like, ah, right, no, we just here for Ama Piano. Because I've seen that. I went to this Groove and niggas was just wanting Ama Piano the whole night. And I didn't understand that. Like, can't be dancing to Ama Piano the whole night. You need to be uh, having a variety of other music. It doesn't really have to be hip-hop. Afro is there. Um, uh, electro is there. So it's it's okay, bro. Like it's really okay to have a different sets, different sets in in at Groove or at the club. It's fine. But yeah, like right now, I'm I'm bumping a lot of uh, I'm a piano. I'm a very huge I'm a piano fan, and you know I'm still a hip hop fan. I still love hip hop. You know, forever hip hop. So. Right now, hey, my piano is taking control, bro. And, you know, that's okay. It's not because of hype. Nah, it's not because of that. It's not because of FOMO. It's because it's good music. And I like vibing. I like being out there and dancing and vibing to it. So, it's totally okay. But, yeah, bro, um, that's the whole, you know, story of me becoming an I'm a piano fan. Um and yeah man we, we look forward to more hits bro these niggas don't look like they're gonna stop. It's not like Grom. Grom had its time, you know, and it's still making bangers, but you know, I guess it's not that big. It's not that huge anymore. So but yeah, um my piano seems like it's forever. It's a it's a religion right now, so you just have to accept it. And get used to it, you know. There's nothing we can do, bro. Um, but yeah, uh, that was like the whole, you know, story of music from my side. I'm gonna give you guys playlists once and every day. Um, I'm gonna plug it along with the episodes, 
and you know just playlists you can not vouch everything vouch you what you think you you would like uh download the songs that you like and yeah man otherwise uh this has been a really nice episode um i hope you enjoyed it i hope you guys spending like 45 minutes that's a long time but i know you guys are at home uh if you're not outside at groove i know you're at home but yeah bro um make sure you follow me on all social media not all social media platforms twitter instagram youtube and obviously spotify and apple Podcasts at carrot vvs simple as that you know and I, oh, I forgot to mention some, some guy wanted me to explain my name and the name of the show, how it came about. So, Carrot is obviously from my previous stage name, Carrot the Rapper. And, you know, I got that name from my cousin, Carrot, the name. And I just put the rapper because I was a rapper. I still am a rapper. But yeah, I just put those two together and I, at one point I realized, okay, that shit is long. The rap, carry the rap, but chance the rap, but mm, that doesn't sound right. I just, okay, you know what, cut it short and I put VVS. So VVS is uh, the quality of diamonds, like the highest quality of diamonds that you can get. And I love jewelry, hence the name Jewelry Kid. Um, that's like uh, another name, you know. Uh, alter ego, not alter ego, but you know, you know the vibes. Um, that's also the name. So I love jewelry. I love uh, diamonds, and VVS was like, okay, that's the highest quality of diamonds you can get. So I put VVS and I put carrot and VVS together, and it was so sweet. And you know, uh, one nigga told me that yo, that that's a craziest name. That's you know, none, no one would think of it. So, um, yeah, I had to explain. And obviously, the VVS show comes from VVS, care VVS. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's going to be a beautiful show. It's going to be a beautiful journey, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you uh, for being here and, you know, just listening to this podcast. It's going to be big one day. We're going to be huge, bro. We might be on TV, you know. But we keep pushing, keep hustling, do whatever in like whatever you do, you know, keep pushing. And one day it's got it's all gonna make sense. It's all gonna make sense, trust me. Keep pushing. It might seem as if you're struggling, people don't like you right now, but one day it's all gonna make sense, man. From your boy, your host, Kev VVS. This is the VVS show. <laughs>